You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is Eruptions and Evasions. Seeing the Earth from a small airplane is a wonder to behold. It was my first trip to Guatemala and I was excited to not only see the country, but see how much of an impact my team of young adults could have on both the building project we were going to work on, as well as the ministry we'd be a part of. We met our hosts in Guatemala City. After landing at the airport on the shortest runway I have ever seen at an international airport, and one that seemed to end up in the mountain range at the end of it, it was a little scary to say the least. Well, then our hosts escorted us to the building we would be working on. It was located in Guatemala City Zone 1, which meant that it was right in the heart of the city, and it sat on a very busy street with the front of the building butted right up next to the public sidewalk. However, when you opened the large double wooden doors, a very spacious room appeared with smaller rooms surrounding it. The high beam ceiling gave the room a feeling of grandeur, and we were informed that this building was going to house offices as well as be a safe house for both the prostitutes and street children in this area of Guatemala City. We were so excited that our time of renovating this building would aid so many that were in obvious need in this part of the city. The building had extensive termite damage, needed cleaning, painting, and some rewiring done. Thankfully, my team was a group of energetic and skilled people and would be able to get the renovations done before we headed back to Canada. Thankfully, this trip was not just about working on the building, but included time to get out and see some of the country as well. One day, a local businessman and pilot offered to take us, together with another friend of his who was also a pilot, up in their small planes to see both the city from the air as well as several of the volcanoes surrounding Guatemala City. Since not all the members of the team found this offer as exciting as I did, it ended up that only some of us would go on the plane excursion. We were to meet the pilots at the same international airport where we had landed, for their planes were housed in a hangar on that site. It was thrilling to think about all that we would see from the airplane, together with the promise of getting up close and personal with some of the volcanoes surrounding the city, something that was completely out of my wheelhouse of experiences up until that point. Each of the pilots was ready by their planes when we arrived at the airport. We separated into groups of two and were assigned which plane we would be put in. I and a dear friend were assigned to be with the businessman, and I was giddy as I entered the plane put my seatbelt on, and pulled out my camera to take photos of all that we were going to see. 
We taxied onto the runway and got into the lineup of planes waiting to take off. Ours was so small compared to the jets lined up in front and behind us that it almost felt a little unsafe to think we would trust this small plane to carry us over the mountains and over the mouth of several volcanoes. However, it was too late to turn back now. Finally, the time came for us to take off. Up we went and quickly there we were in the bright blue sky, lifting up just before the mountains at the end of the runway. Once in the air, it was wild to see how large and spread out the city was, even though it was surrounded by mountains. It was also something to see how high up the mountains people were able to secure some type of homestead. However, the wildest thing was to see the many volcanoes so close to the city, and one that was extremely active, Fuego. Our pilot informed us that this was the one we would be flying over, and since it was spewing fire and lava, we should not only be able to get a great view, but some fabulous pictures as well. It was good that I was up for almost any adventure at that point in my life, because if I would have given it any thought, I may have decided to avoid such a trip and stay on the ground with my flight avoiding teammates. As we approached the volcano, I started to take pictures and continued to click on my camera to be sure to catch as many images as possible of this majestic volcano. The pilot let us know that as we got closer to the volcano, it may feel like he was doing erratic movements with the plane. However, these were necessary due to the heat emanating from the volcano and the effect these heat waves had on the plane. Being somewhat of a physics flunky, I did not understand all the physics of it, but trusted that perhaps some turbulence would be involved, and not to fear that, since he seemed like a seasoned pilot. Well, the pilot was not kidding when he said there might be some erratic movements of the plane. On the first flyby of the volcano, the turbulence was so intense that it felt like my stomach had jumped into my throat. However, this was nothing compared to when we flew directly over the volcano crater so that we could see the spewing lava from that vantage point. Wow, did that small plane jump and move with some great veracity. In all the excitement, I didn't feel any fear for I was so mesmerized with what I was seeing and able to photograph out of the windows of the plane. It was phenomenal to see the size of the volcano crater the height of the lava spewing, and even to feel the intense heat of the lava from inside the plane. At that time, I thought about what a wild and majestic world God had created and how privileged I was to be able to see some of it from the seat of a small plane. After several rounds of flying around and over the volcano, we headed back to the airport in Guatemala City. All the way back to the airport, I sat in awe of what I had just seen and experienced. Upon arriving back at the airport, the next pair got into the plane for their fly over the volcano. I wished them a safe journey and encouraged them to enjoy the spectacular view, something that was likely a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Then I went and lay down on the grass boulevard nearby and watched the large jets fly over me, as they attempted to land on the short runway at the airport. You see, security at this airport was unlike those in North America, and so we could lie near to where all the flights came in and observe the jet airplanes up close and personal. What a great day this was, and I am thrilled that I can tell you about it. 
Jordan Jackie and David Miller's rendition of For the Beauty of the Earth seemed fitting for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? There are screens everywhere, on televisions, computers, tablets, and phones. And even before kids know how to read, they know how to click the buttons to play their favorite shows. Online, on air, or in print, media reaches people of all ages, anytime and any place. Shouldn't you have a message worth sharing? To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. To experience wild and wonderful beauty so close up was such a privilege. 
However, every day there is wild and wonderful beauty around us. Perhaps we just don't take the time to notice it. This past year, I have decided to photograph the tiniest bits of beauty as a way of seeing the world differently. It has been fascinating to see how gorgeous a raindrop is on a piece of dill or a spider web, never mind a small green bug on rocks on the lakeshore. I embarked on this photographic exercise to remind me of God's attention to detail as he created the world, but also to be grateful for the gift of beauty and creation that God has given us to enjoy. Here are some portions of the Bible that celebrate the beauty and majesty of creation. The first one is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 11, and reads from the New Living Translation this way, Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Then in the book of Psalms, in chapter 95, verse 4 and 5, it says, He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the mightiest mountains. The sea belongs to him, for he made it. His hands form the dry land, too. And finally, in Psalm chapter 104, verses 31 and 32, we read, May the glory of the Lord continue forever. The Lord takes pleasure in all he has made. The earth trembles at his glance, the mountains smoke at his touch. May you experience beauty in your day that in turn causes you to be grateful to the creator of that beauty, our Lord and our Savior God. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you because you may think S-C-O-O-P like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife.com like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. Music